What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Able to lock in some profits in this very volatile market uh, that we have. Uh, so we'll be talking about some of the news in the market. So let's jump into it. Uh, first, we're going to talk about uh, the Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, advisory panel uh, on Tuesday. Nearly endorsed uh, the use of Merrick and Ridgeback Biopharmaceuticals oral uh, COVID treatment pill, despite questions about the drug's effectiveness, safety, and whether it would help the virus mature into even more dangerous variants. Uh, the FDA's um, committee voted 13 to 10, recommended uh, emergency youth authorization of the drug. So the oral antiviral drug um, initially halted as potential game changer in the battle against COVID. Uh, since it can be taken at home instead of hospitals like other treatments, it's designed to treat adults with mild to moderate symptoms of COVID-19 who are at high risk of severe disease. The 800 milligram pill uh, is taken every 12 hours for five days after symptoms onset. Uh, the drug needs to final uh, authorization from the FDA and Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, before they're available to the public on an emergency basis. The FDA <clears throat> doesn't have to take the panel's advice, but it often does. So uh, it seems like this was a, a pretty difficult uh, uh, vote that they had here, um, especially, you know, with all the things currently going on. Um, I know that uh, Pfizer talked about having a pill as well. Uh, from an investment standpoint, I think um, it's a good move forward uh, for Merrick as a company. Um, at the time of the uh, recording, uh, Merrick is currently at $74.62, uh, which is okay for them price-wise. Uh, a little bit bearish, but the entire market is bearish. Uh, they had a high around $90.54 around uh, Thursday, November 4th uh, time frame. And so that was kind of a, a six-month high for them at $90.54. They've kind of gone bearish uh, since then, uh, especially with this news uh, on the horizon. Um, now, when the whole pandemic started, Merrick was kind of one of the companies that was uh, real big into distribution. So they were uh, one of the companies that were going to be housing a lot of the vaccines uh, because they had the capacity for the um, refrigerated uh, facilities to help uh, combat the pandemic, but it seems like now they're moving more into uh, trying to combat it uh, using their medical um, faculties or uh, medical staff that they have themselves. So uh, definitely a very interesting development. Um, it's going to be very interesting to have uh, another alternative out there in the market uh, like the pill. There currently is not um, a pill, you know, that has been approved yet that directly um, is used to help uh, combat COVID-19. There are some uh, other items that are out there that help uh, fight symptoms, but this one seems to be uh, a really big push, especially being an 800 milligram pill that's taken every 12 hours. doesn't seem like something too invasive uh, that I feel like a lot of people uh, could use to help 
with the pandemic. So uh, there's some questions that they had uh, with like some birth defects um, is one of the things. And then also the main concern of creating um, another uh, variant from this. So that the whole point of them is what they're trying to do is to uh, combat, you know, other viruses or other variants uh, popping up. So definitely a very difficult vote. Uh, so I'll be continuing to monitor uh, Merrick, which is trading on a ticker sign MRK uh, for Merrick and company. Make sure you guys watch uh, the stock because if, you know, it is passed and there's positive data showing that it helps, uh, Merrick stock could definitely uh, go back up and hit that high, that six month high of $90.54 uh, yet again. So definitely uh, make sure you keep Merrick on your radar. Um, and you know, look at them for a potential long-term uh, investment. So next, I want to talk about uh, the CDC yet again. Uh, the CDC said Wednesday uh, it has confirmed the U.S. case of the new heavily mutated uh, coronavirus variant called Omicron, um, which was detected in Northern California. So the White House uh, Chief Medical Advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, said that the patient who was fully vaccinated uh, had just returned to San Francisco area on the 22nd of November after traveling uh, to South Africa and tested positive on the 29th. Um, the individual uh, is self-quarantining um, and all close contacts have been uh, contacted thus far and have tested negative. Uh, he announced, uh, this is Dr. Fauci announced uh, to the White House in a um, press briefing, providing more details on the case. Um, now, you know, news like this definitely uh, is something to look at because it directly affects the market. Uh, so the Dow Industrial Average uh, swung from 5520 uh, point gain um, to a loss of 461 points after the CDC confirmed the case. So... Having, you know, more variants of, you know, very deadly viruses or deadly viruses spreading through the U.S., um, you know, poses a lot of different fears. One main fear is things like lockdowns. Um, I don't think that it will come to that again uh, in the United States. There are uh, some other countries that have, you know, had lockdowns more than the U.S. has, uh, but me personally, I don't believe that that's something that's uh, going to come out, but it is a fear, um, especially getting to the holiday season, uh, you know, increased travel. Uh, stocks were really starting to rebound uh, coming into this holiday season, even though Black Friday numbers were down significantly. Uh, more people still were out and about uh, with the spread of this new uh, Omicron um, variant or strain. Um, it definitely is going to be putting a damper to a lot of people, people probably having second thoughts um, with the, um, you know, travel situation, especially considering the person who came uh, to um, the states or to California was vaccinated and still had uh, this new mutated variant. And so um, that's something to look at in the market. Um, if you're a long-term investor, investor, it may be a great time for you to jump into some stocks uh, while they're on a discount. Uh, if you're doing a long-term play, um, if you're somebody who, you know, is trying to swing trade or day trade, um, you know, or doing options, puts maybe something uh, that you might want to look into uh, just because there's so much fluctuation in the market um, with this new variant coming out until there's, you know, a solid um, path forward. Uh, for understanding this new variant, uh, the Omicron, 
then I think the market is going to show lots of uncertainty. You also have uh, the Fed talking about tapering, uh, which could be some positive news potentially for the market, uh, but it's still going to be something uh, that we're looking uh, forward to. So there's no real you know, solid move on that. I do know tapering was something uh, that you know Jerome Powell had uh, talked about uh, previously in the uh, um, press releases or the talks that he had. Um, and so that's something that, you know, something you should look at uh, for some more updates because that could also uh, directly uh, affect the market and how the economy is moving. If you're not under sure with what tamper, tapering is, uh, tapering refers to a policy that modifies uh, traditional central bank activities. Tapering efforts are primarily aimed at interest rates, um, at controlling investor perception of the future direction of interest rates. Tapering efforts may include changing uh, the discount rates or reserve requirements. Tapering also may involve the slowing of asset purchasing or asset purchases, uh, which theoretically lead to the reversal of quantitative easing uh, policies implemented by the central bank. Uh, tapering is instituted after quantitative easing uh, policies have accomplished uh, the desired effect of stimulating and stabilizing the economy. Uh, tapering can only be instituted uh, after some kind of economic stimulus program has already operated. So we just got out of stimulus. Um, and so, you know, tapering is, you know, the next solution uh, to help, you know, the economy rebound. And so that's something that, you know, a lot of investors are looking for. Uh, the last tapering effort uh, to help combat quantitative easing uh, happened in the 2007-2008 financial crisis. So um, definitely make sure you guys go look at that. Um, for history, uh, there are a lot of things that have happened in the economy currently uh, that have happened previously in history. So these are all good things to go look at. Um, you know, even if you're an investor, history is definitely a great thing to look at, um, especially if you're trying to set up some sort of strategy for trading uh, or if you're trying to, you know, learn about the market in general. Um, there are a lot of things that may be predictive, which means if it's happened before, like 2007-2008 crisis, uh, a lot of people were prepared for the 2020 crash that happened uh, during the uh, outbreak or the beginning of the pandemic, and so people were able to take advantage of that. So, um, you know, go in and look at the history of tapering, uh, understand the Federal Reserve's current plans and previous plans that they had uh, for tapering, and that'll definitely help point you in the right direction. Uh, for the market. So next, uh, I want to talk about Square. Uh, so Jack Dorsey actually uh, recently stepped down as the CEO of Twitter, and now they have a new CEO. Uh, but he is also uh, the CEO um, of Square. So Square is renaming itself as a Block. Um, as it focuses on technologies such as blockchain and expands beyond its original credit card or reader business, uh, Jack Dorsey's payment giant uh, said it in. In an announcement that the new name is effective December 10th uh, and acknowledges the company's growth and creates room uh, for further growth. So this is uh, the second 
big company that we've seen that changed their name. The first one uh, this year was, uh, or the first one that majority of people saw was um, Facebook, which changed their name to Meta. That really wasn't that long ago, uh, focusing on the metaverse. Um, and now we have uh, Square changing its name to Block, focusing on blockchain technologies. So it seems like a lot of these companies are gift or shifting uh, their focus towards uh, cryptocurrencies. So it seems like, you know, cryptocurrency is no longer this taboo thing um, that a lot of people are getting into. Uh, it seems like more people are jumping into um cryptocurrencies uh the popularity is continuing to grow and i think it's really here to stay uh so i encourage everybody to go look more into cryptocurrency if you haven't already uh if you haven't started um it is a great journey uh, there are a lot of things to learn uh especially like how the blockchain works smart contracts um things of that nature uh nfts there's a whole vast array of different items uh to look at so Definitely, uh, it will be beneficial uh, to learn about cryptocurrency as we have a lot of these um, really big market cap companies shifting their focus towards the crypto space. And lastly on here, I want to talk about GM. So General Motors plans uh, to form a new joint venture uh, with the South Korean chemical plant to produce critical uh, materials needed for EV batteries. Uh, significant move to control its supply chain and lessen the chances of disruption in the future. The Detroit automaker on Wednesday uh, said that it signed a um, non-binding uh, term sheet with uh, Postco Chemical to create a joint venture and expects to execute uh, definite agreement soon. So the shares of the company uh, GM have gone up. Uh, so if we look at uh, GM stock price, we can see that it currently is at $58.58, up $0.52 cents, uh, at the close. Uh, as far as a six-month um, trading uh, price is concerned, they've had a high of $64.61. So $58.58, uh, where it currently is at, is not too far from $64.61. Uh, so definitely going to be looking to see um, GM moving forward. Um, and their real big push for EV. So <clears throat> they will have some big shoes to fill. Uh, as we know, uh, Tesla being the number one uh, EV manufacturer in the U.S., uh, they will have to compete with Tesla. But it seems like, you know, them going ahead and trying to cut out future supply chain issues uh, is going to be a great step forward because supply chain issues is something that a lot of companies are going to be facing. Um, and so, you know, this partnership definitely will help them in the future uh, for delivering more vehicles. So hopefully this uh, podcast helped you all out. Um, make sure you guys go look at GM, look at Square, which is now Block. Um, Square's ticker sign is SQ. Uh, make sure you look at Merrick's, which ticker sign is MRK. Uh, definitely some great things uh, coming from all of those companies, um, and especially from an investment standpoint, if you're a long-term or short-term investor. So good luck to everybody out there trading, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.